Dear Cheap Astronomy, Can we look forward to a cloud city on Venus? Having a cloud city on Venus is at least as likely as having a surface city on Mars, both of which are probably less likely than having a surface city on the Moon or a solar-orbiting space station city at the Earth-Sun Lagrange points 4 or 5. The attraction of having a cloud city on Venus is that at 50 kilometres above the surface, there's one Earth atmosphere of pressure and enough atmosphere above you to protect you from most harmful space radiation while also letting through much the same solar flux as you would get on Earth. The super-rotation of Venus's upper atmosphere means a floating structure at 50 kilometres altitude would circle the planet every four Earth days, so you would get days and nights of about 48 hours long, which, with sufficient battery storage, would give you an ample amount of solar power and good temperature regulation. Of course, there are risks associated with being at altitude rather than being on solid ground, but in Venus's case, those risks aren't all that bad. A balloon full of breathable air will float in Venus's dense CO2 atmosphere just like a hydrogen balloon floats in Earth's atmosphere. So rather than living in a gondola that's hanging from a balloon, the gondola itself can be the balloon, and the high external pressure outside means there's no risk of explosive decompression if the hull's punctured. There will just be a slow leak that you'll have ample time to fix. And if your gondola has a balcony, you could walk outside without a pressure suit. All you'd really need is an oxygen mask, although the possibility of contact with traces of sulfuric acid that are in Venus's atmosphere might make you think twice. Being 50 kilometres above the surface of a planet that has about 90% of Earth's surface gravity means the gravity on the deck of your Venus gondola would be nearly 90% of Earth's surface gravity too. After all, you're not orbiting the planet in freefall, you're just floating buoyant within Venus's gravity-bound atmosphere. And while you could fall over your balcony railing and die, that could happen to you on Earth too. So there are a lot of Earth-friendly aspects to Venus's cloud-top environment. With respect to temperature, pressure and gravity, by comparison, Mars has less to offer. It's colder, the atmosphere is so thin, it lets all the nasty space radiation through, but is still able to whip up global dust storms, which could render your solar panels useless on the plus side, with Mars, you can live on the planet's surface and be able to walk around, even if it is in a pressure suit, which could have some psychological benefits. And being on the surface, maybe there's some mining to be done if there is anything in Mars's rocks that's worth mining. And what Mars, and even the Moon has a little bit of, and what Venus completely lacks, is water. For example, with the Moon, we think there are exploitable pockets of water in some shadowed areas near the poles, though it's unlikely we are talking huge volumes of water that would be sufficient to maintain a large colony. Mars has a lot more water than the Moon does, again mainly at the poles, along with some patchy underground deposits elsewhere, so a self-sustaining long-term colony might be theoretically possible, 
if water could be shipped from the poles to the colony. This can't be a straightforward matter of pipes and pumps like we do on Earth, since the water at the source would be ice, and even if you melted it there, it would just freeze en route unless you kept all the pipes permanently warmed. So it's probably easier to have some kind of railway that trucks solid ice blocks, which could then be thawed back at the base. Of course, this isn't a podcast about Mars colonisation options, we're just making the point that it remains to be seen if full reliance on endemic Martian water is an economically viable option. So, given that any extraterrestrial colony in the near future is going to be reliant on supplies being shipped in, the case for a cloud city on Venus looks relatively good. The key pluses being Venus's proximity to Earth and the generous solar radiation available for power generation. Nonetheless, the Moon wins out on the basis of proximity to Earth and a moon base could have continuous solar power generation if it's situated near the poles, which is the current plan. But after the moon, Venus might be a real option. So a Venus cloud city is certainly an idea worth floating.